it's almost trying to create a life for them of adventure. So it's less about me and more about them and what they want to do. And my son's a surfer and you know, the fact that he wanted to get in that water, I was like, okay, I'm that person to kind of lead by example, you know? So that's kind of why I do it nowadays. Welcome to the Crossing It Off podcast, where each episode we share the stories of individuals that are living out their bucket slash life goal lists. I am your host, Roger Williams, and through hearing our guests' adventures, my goal is that you will find encouragement and empowerment to add and cross items off of your list. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Crossing Off Podcast. I'm so excited to be able to introduce you to my guest today. Her name is Kanoi Nita, and she is a wife, a mother, a former TV host, and a first round runner up in the 2004 Miss America competition. Uh, Kanoi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. So tell our listener, what did you cross off your list? I just went surfing on the Oregon coast, which the water was 47 degrees. Oof, oof. All right, so let's back up just a little bit. Walk me through your surfing journey. Was this the first time you ever surfed? Was this something that was a whim? Or how did you get on the board? Well, I've I've been surfing my whole life. So I'm originally from Hawaii. And basically anywhere I ever travel to that has an ocean, it's on my bucket list to get in that water, to catch a wave and say I did. So when we were visiting family in Oregon, my son actually wanted to go surfing. I I was kind of hesitant just because I knew the water was so cold. Uh, but, yeah. you know, he he got me... I don't know, gave me that courage. So we donned our wetsuits and we wow. put our toes in the water and it was freezing. <laughs> so you, you've been doing this all your life and you obviously enjoy it. We usually don't continue to do things we don't, we don't enjoy. Yeah. Why, besides fam, visiting family, what's special about the Oregon coast as far as surfing? Uh, you might want to compare it to other places you've been, but what's so yeah. special about that? Well, I mean, growing, growing up in Hawaii, you know, the water is 80 something degrees year round. So Oof. that's what we're used to. We wear our bikinis, we get in the water. It's no big deal. Um, I've always wanted to surf in a wetsuit. So I've, I've actually done mm. that in California and, and that kind of got my feet a little wet, I guess you could say. Uh, but the Oregon coast is it's different, you know, 47 degrees. That's just a tiny bit above freezing. And uh, the water is not blue like I'm used to, right. and you don't get to see to the bottom. You don't know <laughs> what's there. You know, we were surrounded by all kinds of wildlife, whales and seals and all kinds of stuff. So we, it was a little bit more exciting, I guess, than what I'm used to. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. You said you did it with your son. Mm -hmm. And so is this something you do a lot, like cross out, cross these places off with your family, or is this something you do alone? I, before my family, obviously I did it alone, you know, and, and I feel like my bucket list is, is kind of a pseudo list. I, I'm just a person of adventure. I just like adventure. And so if I see an opportunity of something that hopefully won't kill me, I'm going <laughs> to do it, you know? And, um, and of course, now that I have kids, it's, it's almost trying to create a life for them of adventure. So it's less about me and more about them and what they want to do. And my son's a surfer and you know, the fact that he wanted to get in that water, I was like, okay, I'm that person to kind of 
lead by example, you know? So that's kind of why I do it nowadays. That's awesome. Do you feel like that it was worth the experience? Like it, like it, was it, was there something different about it that we were like, Oh, this was great. I mean, you talked about the nature, you talked about the animals, talked about, definitely talked about how cold it was <laughs> when you were done. And, you know, it's a, it's a great image I saw on Instagram of you and your son, you know, walking on the beach away from the surf. What was that feeling like after you had accomplished that and done that cold water? What were you thinking in your head? Am I going to do this again? Or, you know, that's crossed off. I'm never going back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it was kind of that way getting into the water. I was like, I'm going in here once and that is it. All I need is one wave. Uh, but there's really no feeling like seeing the joy in your child's eyes mm. and fulfilling a dream for them and, and being the one who kind of made it happen. Uh, it was funny though, because my son was the same way. He's like, we're never doing that again. <laughs> but you could see that that pure joy just from the fact that he knew he did it. He can come back to his friends and say he did. We got video of it, you know, so uh, that that you can't really explain that feeling that you get whenever you experience that kind of connection with your child and being able to do that together. So tell me, what's your, where's your favorite place that you've ever surfed? Oh, well, probably Hawaii. I mean, that's my home break, sure. you know, obviously. <laughs> um, Tahiti was a close second, I would say. And, and actually, when I was at Miss America in New Jersey, that was really fun. I wouldn't say it was the best wave or the right, best water, sure. but I think it was just the experience overall of being able to grab a board and the press being there and like, oh, Miss Hawaii is going into the water, you know? So <laughs> that was a really fun experience too. And so how does the Oregon coast compare to Hawaii? Well, you know, I was actually really surprised that there was even a surf culture there anyway. Hmm. I had no idea that people surfed there. And one of my, uh, cousins he's an in-law so I haven't known him my whole life he's actually a surfer and he's from Oregon and so he's like yeah we're gonna go surfing what are you talking about <laughs> and so the first day we actually went down to the beach and checked it out and sure enough there were all kinds of people in and out of the water and so that was really neat just to be able to see that they even have that culture in Oregon um, definitely something I wasn't expecting at all and I gotta say there, when it comes to surfing people are, will make or break an experience for you. So sure. the people in the water were really, really friendly. They were very welcoming, mm. so nice. And then as far as the actual wave itself went, it was a, it was a pretty fun wave. You know, I, we stayed mostly on the inside just cause it, the fear of the cold was something hard to get over. We only had one day to do it, but, but yeah, I mean the wave, it was a fun wave, I guess is the way I would explain it. Was there anything, you know, besides a wetsuit, was there anything you had to prepare for or that you thought you needed to prepare for, for Oregon that's different than Tahiti or someplace else? Yeah, I, that was the biggest thing was the cold. I mean, and even when I got to the rental shop, you know, I'm like, do I need a hood? Do I need gloves? Do I need a booty? And everyone's like, oh gosh, yes. You know, I thought <laughs> I was just going to pop on a wetsuit and call it a day, but no, we had to put on the full hood. We had to put on gloves. We had to put on boots. And I'm so glad we did because sure. when we got into that water, you know, the, the water seeps into your gloves immediately. And they're like, Oh, but it warms up. That's the, the water will mm -hmm. actually keep you warm. Uh, and then we had to get lessons on the ice cream headache, which, you know, they're like, once you go under, you're going to get that screaming headache. Like when Oof. you eat ice cream and you have to blow out through your nose really slowly. So it's just all of these little things that you don't think about in the cold. 
That's a, a definitely probably a, a different feeling uh, than what you have in Hawaii, I'm sure. Right. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, Live Out Your List, Finding Joy Through a Bucket List Lifestyle. The book covers the three stages of the lifestyle, including bucket list mindset, bucket list creation, and bucket list management. It provides tips and strategies to enhance wherever you are in your bucket list journey. To learn more about the book and to receive 10% off when you purchase the ebook, visit crossingitoffpodcast.com backslash book. Purchase the book today and start to live out your list. Now back to the show. If someone came to you and said, hey, Kanoi, I want to, I'm going to go surfing in Oregon. Uh, <laughs> what would be like the one thing that you would, you know, besides get a wetsuit, what would be the one thing that you would say as far as the experience itself to prepare them for that? What would you advise them? Um, Gosh, I mean, I don't know if there's any other advice other than just, just do it, do it and have fun. I mean, mm. it's, it's definitely worth doing it once. Um, you know, if I lived in Oregon and it was the only place to surf, I would do it every day, but, <laughs> but yeah, just do it. Let's go. That's awesome. You talked earlier about the fact that you try to live an adventurous life that, that you, you may have somewhat of an idea of what a bucket list, you know, item is, but not necessarily. And I totally get that. I, I wish that for everybody, right. To be in that place where you're just looking at taking life and accepting it where it's at and whatever comes your way saying yes. Why do you think that that's an important way to live? Uh, you know, I just feel like life is so short and the world is so big. Yeah, there's so much to see. There's so much to do. And I feel like when you create a life for yourself that has hope attached to it, you will be able to live every single day with more joy than if you don't have hope, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like if you can take the focus off of all the stuff that's going on around us and all the negative things and refocus on the good things and the, there's still so much good in the world, you know, there's still so much, uh, that you can laugh about and smile about and, things that you can do. I feel like if everybody could just get into that mindset, stop looking at all the crap that's happening and start focusing on the good that still exists, we could be living in a much better world anyway, because ultimately it's up to us what the world is operating like, right? So if all of us as a human race could just get a little bit more joy in our lives, I feel like it could be a different world. And where does that come from for you, right? Where does that desire or that understanding come from? I think it's just having um, a big faith in in God. And I've always lived that way. You know, like I've always had a bigger perspective and a bigger outlook on the way that the world operates and what is important to me. And, and even if you don't have that belief, you know, it really is just about what is truly important. I mean, is, is when I look at what's happening in the world going to change, is it really going to change what's happening in front of me? You know, Mm -hmm. like, can I actually live a better life if, if I just stop looking at that and start looking at what's right in front of me? I, I feel like anybody could, could have that life, really. You talked earlier about your son doing this experience with you. How have you seen this philosophy of life manifest itself in your parenting and how your, your children take that on? Uh, well, it's, it's interesting, right? When you, when you marry somebody, generally we marry somebody of the opposite nature, right? So I'm a very (laughs) free spirited person. My husband is a pilot. I mean, he's very 
A to B, don't you detour, don't go to F, C, G, Z, you know, you just go to A to B. Uh, so it's been really great because I see that same free spirit in nature in my children. Uh, and then of course I've got my own way of parenting. And then there's my husband who has to counterbalance that, you know, to, to give us more structure. So I think it's great to be able to have a little bit of both of that in, in your lives. I mean, to have that steadiness, but also to have that free spirit, free spirit of nature. You never want to kill that in a child, you know, cause that's their, that's that pure joy I keep talking about. So, uh, yeah, I definitely see that in, in my kids for sure. Tell us something that, you know, you, you say that you like to, th- to bring things on as they come and accept whatever comes from the universe at the time. But is there something that you haven't done yet that's different than surfing that you kind of like eating at you like, gosh, I'd really like to go do this or I'd really like to experience is there something like yeah. that? Yeah, I think um, the thing that's always been on my list since I was a little girl is I, I say that I'm a mutt, meaning I have a lot of different ethnicities inside of me. So I've always wanted to visit every single place that I have ethnicity. So, you know, I, I reached a couple of those goals. I still have to go to Ireland. I still have to go to England, uh, still have to go to Germany. But other than that, you know, I reached Hawaii, obviously, and the Philippines and China. So that's that's been my biggest one. If there's a tangible something on a list, that's right. been the one. And yeah. you know that because you did a 23 of me or something. Uh, well, I actually, if I did do 23 and me and I actually have to add some to my list because oh, of that, but, yeah. but really, I mean, the ones that I've have been on my list have been the ones that I I've known since I was a kid that, Oh, I'm Hawaiian, Chinese, Filipino, German, English, Irish. <laughs> wow. What's that drive? Why do that? Is it just to connect or why do you want to do that? Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, our, who, what makes us is really, it connects back to our ancestry, Mm. you know, and the people who went before us. And so I really do want to be able to see and immerse myself into the cultures that maybe I never really got to experience growing up. And there was a lot of, you know, oppression from, from my grandparents and great grandparents in Hawaii and the wars and all of the things that they had to experience. But I do want to be able to get back to the roots of where they came from and, what that life is like in their country. It's interesting. Have you shared that with your kids as far as like actually like taking them there? Is it something you'd recommend to them? Oh, for sure. And, and because my husband is very similar in ethnicity, but he has Japanese. So we actually took the kids to Japan uh, to be able to show them that. So it is important to us to be able to do that. Um, and, and our kids know that. So that is something that I guess is sort of on their list as well. Thank you so much for being taking the time to be with me today and sharing yeah. with our listener. I, you know, I could see the joy on yours and your son's faces in that photograph on Instagram. And that's why I definitely wanted to reach out. Can I tell us how we can connect with you uh, outside of this? If someone's interested in, in learning more or seeing more. Yeah, I mean, I'm always posting my adventures on my Instagram mostly, which is at Kanoi Gibson. Gibson is my maiden name. So at Kanoi Gibson, um, I am also a makeup artist. So I do do some makeup on the side. So that's KanoiGibson.com. I'm also on Facebook at Kanoi Gibson. So basically all the social medias. Awesome. Thank you so much uh, for for doing this. I greatly appreciate it. I'm uh, excited to continue to follow you on Instagram and uh, see all your adventures, learn more about surfing for myself. Just, just to watch though. I don't, um, (laughs) 
don't think I could do it. Uh, but but I appreciate uh, seeing other people doing it. So, yeah. Kanoi, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. As a reminder to our listeners, in this episode's show notes, you will find links to learn more about this week's guests and information on how you can cross this item off of your list. You can follow my adventures of crossing items off my bucket list on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, new episodes of this podcast are available to stream every Friday morning. We will meet you here next week. And until then, keep living out your list. <laughs> <laughs>